University of Virginia Health System, we're for sharing the latest health information from top minds to keep you and your family healthy. With UVA Health System Radio, here's Melanie Cole. A sprained ankle is a very common injury. Approximately 25,000 people experience it each day, and a sprained ankle can happen to athletes and non-athletes, children and adults. My guest today is Dr. Winston Guathme. He's fellowship trained in sports medicine, and his specialties include caring for athletic injuries and conditions of the shoulder, hip, knee, and foot and ankle at UVA Health System. Welcome to the show, Dr. Guathme. So an ankle sprain, people hear the word strain and sprain, and they don't know what any of those mean. Please explain it for us. Well, it's actually a common misconception, strain versus sprain. Technically, a strain includes a muscle. So if you strain your hamstring or you strain your calf muscle or something like that, it typically involves a muscle, you, you know, ice at rest of those kinds of things uh, to get that better. A sprain with a P as opposed to a T usually in, involves a ligament, which is the structure that connects two bones together. So you can sprain your your ankle, you know, the ligaments in your ankle, you can sprain your knee, and that involves a joint, typically speaking. The ankle being probably the, the by far the most commonly sprained joint. Why is it so commonly? Is it that unstable? What are we doing to our ankles? Oh, well, we're walking on them. Uh, so <laughs> we spend a whole lot of time, you know, a lot of steps. If you imagine how many exposures you ha- your ankle has in a given day to injury, you know, people, people these days, you know, they count every step they take, and people are doing 5,000 to 10,000 steps per day. That's a lot of potential chances to take a bad step and sprain your ankle. It doesn't take much uh, with the force of gravity and just sort of an awkward step to uh, injure the ankle. So if we're looking at the mechanism of injury, as you're saying, there's so many opportunities every single day. <laughs> is it usually, when when you see it, is it usually something that's relatively minor, or is it something that tears? And tell us a little bit about that mechanism. So when I see it, it's usually a little bit more severe. I mean, everyone's tweaked their ankle or, or taken a misstep. The way the ankle is built, it's, it's uh, a joint that connects your shin bone and your foot. Um, and uh, there, there's, two, there's th- really three bones involved here, the tibia or the shin bone, the fibula or the small bone, the outside part of the leg, and then the ankle bone, we call it the talus. And they're connected by ligaments. Um, and when you, when you roll your ankle, generally speaking, most people roll their ankle inwards. So they take a misstep off a curb or or something like that, and they roll their ankle inward, and they feel discomfort on the outside portion of the ankle. And that's really where the ligaments have been stretched or, or, or strained or, or, or torn. Uh, and so that's, that's generally what we, sp- what we speak about when we talk about an ankle sprain. Uh, when I see them, they're typically more high-grade. They're involving athletic-type injuries or higher in- energy mechanisms. Uh, and those are people who get you know, big and swollen, and they can't put weight on it and those kinds of things. And I guess what we have to determine is whether or not you've got a simple low-grade ankle sprain that you can heal in a couple of days or something that needs more treatment or x-rays or MRI, and that's where where I come in to try to help you uh, figure out exactly what you should do. First line of defense, if someone does step off the curb or women in high heels, my goodness, that's a big source of problems right there. And the heel slips out and we, oh, we just, you know, feel that in our ankle. Is rice still what we're using or is there an M in front of it now? Are we using a little movement as well? Well, of course. I mean, rice is always sort of the first line, rest, ice, compression, elevation. We're trying to get, so let's just take a step back. People roll their ankle and... 
what ends up happening is the ligaments on the outside portion of the ankle get stretched or even torn. And it's really critical for the inflammation associated with that with, to be controlled and get the swelling down. And that's where the rest and the ice and the compression, the elevation comes in. Uh, because we want to get the ankle comfortable. As long as the body's response to an injury, injury is to create inflammation in that region, that's really what hurts. At the same time, we also want to make sure we stabilize the ankle and allow it to heal in a functional position, and that's where the M comes in. We're trying to get the ankle mobilized and moving so that as the ankle heals, it heals in a functional uh, situation so that it can continue moving and you can get back to, to your activities as quickly as possible. At the same time, it does take some time to heal, so it's not like just by moving the ankle you're suddenly going to be better. There is some healing that needs to take place, and, and we got to make sure that we uh, that we control that and we, take, we, we, we monitor it and make sure that we're doing the right things to mobilize and, and, and provide a safe treatment option. Are some people more susceptible, Dr. Guathme, to unstable ankles? You see people with really little thin ankles, and if they are, then every time they do that, do they develop scar tissue and then as a result, kind of an arthritic condition? Uh, there are some people who are more uh, uh, have a higher propensity to uh, injure their ligaments. People who have loose joints, for instance, you have people who are double-jointed. Sometimes they can put their joints in positions that allow them to become injured more easily. And so I certainly see a lot more ankle sprains with you know, women who are really flexible, who have sort of these loose joints. Uh, and if they have repetitive ankle sprains, they certainly can build up scar tissue in the front of the ankle or on the outside of the ankle. And there's really two conditions we worry about before we worry about arthritis. One is chronic instability where the ankle just is unstable. And two is the scar tissue that you talked about that builds up in the ankle that creates impingement inside the ankle. And that can be a painful condition. What about bracing? If people feel like, oh, they're going to play tennis and they're worried about rolling their ankle, or can we use those ankle braces or do you not recommend that? Uh, we recommend them in certain situations. Obviously, people who have a propensity to sprain their ankles, it's nice to protect them and immobilize them. I'm not sure I've ever seen a basketball player play a game without his ankles taped uh, just because there's such a high, uh, high uh, uh, exposure to ankle injuries. Uh, but at the same time, we want the muscles and the dynamic stability of the joint to be there. So I don't like people to rely too heavily on braces to you know, so they don't because to some degree, your body needs to be able to stabilize your joints dynamically, and your muscles are really involved there. Uh, but people who are at, in, at high-risk situations, we certainly support uh, bracing or taping or ankle st- uh, support or even high, you know, high-topped shoes, boots, those kinds of things. I often tell people who, uh, who have ankle instability that you know, a, a supportive shoe can be very, very helpful, you know, as opposed to a high heel, maybe wearing something that actually supports the ankle a little bit better. It's certainly true. And speaking of high-topped shoes, what about prevention? Are there some exercises we can do to strengthen those tendons and ligaments in the ankle or calf raises, or do the shoes help a lot? Give us some prevention. So uh, really the, the key prevention, there's a couple of things. One is strengthening, like I said, the dynamic stabilizers, the muscles of the calf, the muscles of the uh, of the shin and, and those kind of things that help to stabilize the ankle. Number two, something we do a lot with our, with our athletes is neuromuscular training. We try to train the ankle to uh, land properly and, and with jumping and with uh, with pivoting and stuff like that, so that they that people can can keep a good foundation uh, when they're doing athletic activities. And as far as um, as far as footwear, we certainly you know there's certainly footwear that we prefer over others. 
that provides you know, support and stability to the ankle, and high heels not being one of them. Uh, but so for the most part, we do try to train our athletes, especially those who are rehabbing from an ankle injury, um, how to strengthen the muscles around the ankle as much as possible and how to uh, train the joints so, so that it doesn't put itself at risk for injury. That's called neuromuscular training, and a good therapist can really work with that pretty, pretty well. In the last few minutes, Dr. Guathbay, what great information. You're so good at what you do. Can you please just give us your best advice about ankle sprains that people do every single day and why they should come see you at UVA Health System? Well, uh, there are a couple of things that uh, you certainly want to worry about. I mean, sometimes you roll your ankle and you try to walk it off and, and it still hurts. And, and sometimes, you know, you do need to get looked at to make sure you haven't broken a bone or uh, or something like that, because I mean that might be a different treatment altogether. So I would, you know, not all ankle rolls are just simple ankle sprains. So it's certainly uh, good to be looked at by by um, someone who specializes in ankles to make sure you don't have something worse. And there's also a different kind of ankle sprain. Sometimes you've heard of it called a high ankle sprain, which is a little bit different and acts a little bit differently. And you might want to do something a little bit different as far as how you treat that, and that can be diagnosed by a good orthopedic surgeon. Um, and then lastly, if you have a really high grade ankle sprain that you know four, five, six weeks isn't getting any better. A lot of times we recommend um, getting looked at, maybe even getting an MRI to make sure you don't have a complete rupture of your ligament or even cartilage damage inside your, your ankle joint, uh, which, which may, may be something we consider doing surgery for more acutely than, uh, than just a general ankle sprain. So I think if you just roll your ankle and the swelling isn't too bad and, and you're able to put weight on it, that's probably okay to just go ahead and see if it, if it will heal on its own. But three or four or five days after your injury, if it's still big and swollen, you can't put a whole lot of weight on it, you probably really ought to see somebody to make sure you don't have something that's more uh, severe. Thank you so much. What great information. You're listening to UVA Health Systems Radio. And for more information, you can go to uvahealth.com. That's uvahealth.com. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.